the deluxe version. Are you Daryl? Oh shit! Yo, this is Daryl. This cat is a hood legend. Cat is a hood legend. Cat is a hood legend. Hey, what's up? We are back again with episode 21, 21, 21 of the deluxe version. If you didn't know, the deluxe version is a podcast where creators critique and converse on content and concept. I am your creator, creators who's been who's been gone for a minute, but nigga back again. Uh, I am Daryl the Sharp, and I'm here with another guest, Mr. Curtis Curtis Taylor, aka Mr. Badbeard. Yo yo yo! <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, thank you for coming through. Like uh, we talked about this off air, but you definitely you were on that list of people I wanted to talk with uh, from the beginning about this podcast. But I, I feel like I say that all the time. But I mean that this I mean that today. I always mean it to every person I say it to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. Well, I'm glad you mean yeah, it today. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, no, because one thing I do appreciate because um, I've been talking about this lately. Like this podcast is definitely like been like an on again off again girlfriend when it comes to me doing this because it's hard for me to find guests that I want to talk to or mm-hmm. finding the right time to actually have a discussion or have something to talk about so the fact that you brought this up and you wanted to come through I really appreciate that sure yeah sure. yeah but uh for the listeners that don't know you because uh, I'm here I'm here for every episode but then motherfuckers don't know you so like tell them about yourself uh yeah so uh like like Daryl said my name is Curtis Curtis Taylor Jr. Uh, oh oh I'm a junior too Daryl Daryl Sharp Jr. You know gotta yeah. add that in there yeah shout there's, out to the juniors there's, there's a differentiation yeah. you know um but yeah I, I'm I'm a creator uh, I believe in create creating in a way that moves the needle um I think we have a duty to mm-hmm. leave this world a better better place than we found it so yeah create nothing but that impact yeah like. Yeah. If you're not impacting, what are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Taking up space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's what. We're, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to like, like you said, trying to push the needle. Like, uh, like I know you as a direct as an art director, but I know mm-hmm. you're you do so much more than that. So, uh, so definitely like, uh, this is definitely the time to just like boasting your skills, and yeah. your skills. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Let's drop the resume. Yeah, exactly. I'll just play. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> currently, I am a director of photography at buzzfeed mm-hmm. um los angeles prior to that i did freelance for a little bit oh wait um, so do you know chris Hemsworth? i mean not chris his word chris uh he's a chris at buzzfeed i forgot his last name though black dude yeah black dude older black dude older black dude yeah i know who you're talking about he works I, in it no he's not i think he's a writer Oh, Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I remember he, I'm going to look him up on Instagram right now. That's because, my homie. Yeah, uh, I remember he, uh, he came to uh, VCU. He talked about uh, his, like, his 90s blog. Okay. Yeah, I want to feel so bad because I'm going to, uh, oh, Chris H- Chris Husband. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Shout out to Chris Husband because, like, because, <laughs> <laughs> like, why did I say Chris Hensworth? Because, like, I just thought of the actor, very, my bad, Chris. Uh, shout out to Chris Husband. But yeah, uh, he was talking about uh, his uh, his like things I hate about the '90s uh, uh-huh. blog at VCU, and then uh, I think we still we've kept in contact like ever since then. So I'd love him to for him to come through and maybe talk sometime if he's ever up for it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris is he's mad cool. Yeah, he's like one of the chillest dudes I've ever. Yeah, he's like a life. super chill dude. Yeah. 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 I, but, I don't know if that's a good thing or if I should be afraid. So I about always what? tell him that him. Oh. <laughs> him specifically. Yeah. Oh wait, because like, you always gotta watch out for the quiet like, ones. What are you not telling? Yeah. Me? You're too quiet. Yeah, like that is something to worry about. But I think uh, that's like one reason I like doing this podcast because I'm kind of a quiet person, so mm-hmm. it gives me a chance to be a little more honest and like on my own platform, just like be a little more social, like bring people in. Cause, yeah. cause like, I feel like in large settings, like I don't really feel like I have the time or 
I don't really know when it's my time to speak or anything. So yes. like with this on platform, yes. it's a great opportunity. Like just have like a simple back and forth with somebody, and that that's really all I want. Like uh, just keep it simple. Have it have something that's laid back and just enjoyable, even in a memory. Cause like um, like I like having something to leave behind. Like I don't because mm-hmm. um, I feel like things are just in the moment. So if I ever had something just to leave it behind with this podcast. Yeah. yeah. See where it goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh and I guess the last the last part I left off on too is that I did freelance for a little bit before I went to BuzzFeed. Um and then I worked at Castner Partners LA. Oh yeah, that. I kind of uh, yeah, I we did, we both did kind of. Yeah. <laughs> As an art director on yeah. Red Bull. Um and then right before that I finished up my master's uh in educational leadership and policy analysis. Nice. But my research areas in black males and masculinity. What what? Yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't know you could like that was like you you could focus on that. I mean, so by the time that you get to like the higher ups like masters and PhD levels, you have to start getting a concentration in like what your work is in. That What's that's understandable cuz yeah. like uh definitely like from from like a bachelor's everything's so vague so yes, especially like yes. with, with the thesis and everything you definitely want like something uh you want to focus on because like if you're really seeking that higher education you definitely have to have like a pinpoint so that's understandable mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry y'all for that noise yeah. my man is rolling yeah in the back we are every, yeah <laughs> i'll understand everybody yeah <laughs> Rolling the vacuum yeah. in the back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that that is a... And it always throws people off, too, like, with the things that I do also as a photographer and a mm-hmm. creative director um, in the sense of, like, the higher education. Yeah. Like, where... What? Exactly. Where did that come what, what got you into wanting to maybe... Uh, we can we can go forward eventually mm-hmm. with uh, with photography, but like going like the creative route, like what inspired you? Maybe as a kid, like maybe maybe you saw movies you really liked, or maybe you saw cartoons you really liked. What really inspired you as a kid? Uh, I think I've always been led by color. Color. Yeah, I I didn't necessarily know why, but I've always been attracted to colors. Um, just across the spectrum, they've been the things that have always activated something in me to like want to do something cool with them and I never knew why. Did you ever have like some kind of experience with color like as a kid like maybe uh maybe you went to maybe some place and it was like extremely colorful mm-hmm. or uh or maybe even something like uh like coloring maybe coloring was definitely a good pastime for you. Um I think maybe it was just simple as coloring like coloring was I don't know it just was relaxing. It mm-hmm. was like cool. Uh, it was really intense in my house. Like, my mom did not play about coloring outside the lines. Oh, word. Um, so, like, every, like, new page that I colored, I felt like it was, like, something triumphant. Mm-hmm. Like, when I got better and better, and I got to the point that, like, I was doing ombre before, like, ombre was a thing. Oh. With my colors. Yo, that was so much fun doing that. Yeah. You weren't, you were the shit when you were doing that. Yeah. yeah. Like, you really yeah. knew you was doing something. Exactly. That was the first time you knew about depth. And mm-hmm. you didn't even know that you exactly. knew about depth. Exactly. You were like, this just looks good. Yeah. yeah. But that. I was, I was also a crayon snob. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. so you definitely had the 64 pack with the Oh, shot for sure. Yeah. Like, and it had to be Crayola. It couldn't be Rose Art. Yeah, exactly. The wax was different. Yo, that, that's that's very particular. That like you gotta appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I never had the sixty four pack. I was I had like the simple twelve. I think I was I was definitely more of a marker guy than a crayon guy. I can see that. I yeah. don't like the bleeding. Oh, that's true. Like I tried to be like very light with it. Like even to this day, like I just love sharpies. I love uh I love micro pens and all that. I love um uh, I definitely love line weights when it comes to pens and markers. That, that's mm-hmm. definitely one thing I definitely appreciate. 
yeah, like it's it's amazing. Like, uh, let's see, what what led to that later on? Like, what what kind of person were you in high school? Were you like an artsy kid in high school? Oh or? man, I I. I... <laughs> I saw that question and I was yeah. thinking, I'm like, <laughs> you don't have to go in depth. Yeah, you don't have to go uh, in depth. And like, you don't have to have like Vietnam flashbacks or anything. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, high you don't have, you don't have to mention Vietnam flashbacks. Who? Uh, no, high school. I mean, I was a kid. I was one of those kids who who did everything. Mm-hmm. Like, was trying to be president of this. Was like doing the school dances, decorating mm-hmm. late, like mm-hmm. the morning announcements, like mm-hmm. all of that. Um, I was I was very much that guy. I mean, I think in our high school in particular, uh, like even when people think about like cool kids, yeah, I felt like in our school there was like the cool kids who were like the the typical like jock cheerleader, mm-hmm. hawkette, like that whole situation, and then it was the other cool kids who like knew everybody, run everything, yeah. mm-hmm. and like everything. So we were cool too. We were just cool in a different way, mm-hmm. but we all knew we needed each other exactly in order for like the high school to be lit. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it worked. I mean, high school was it was it was yeah. High where are you from? I don't school. think I, I mentioned I asked that earlier, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm from, from St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis. Okay, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nelly. Were you uh, were you wanted, Were you like a fan of Nelly, St. Louis? Oh, Hicks? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what? Is that, that was an era. That was an era. Air like Force they were one. they were running shit for a while. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Never wrong with that. Still some of the best classics. Yeah, like I feel bad because like. When um, when Fetty Wap was out, I disrespected Nelly because I thought Fetty Wap was gonna be the next Nelly. Uh, I did. You sh- you shouldn't. Have yeah, it was that. very disrespectful because like no one's even heard from Fetty Wap since. I thought Fetty Wap was gonna have like a run like Nelly, and I thought okay maybe this is happening because I thought this is me like overthinking things because I thought Fetty Wap was maybe an extension of Nelly because Nelly had the uh, had the bandit under the eye, but then. Fetty Wap had no eyes, so I'm like, oh, it's like an evolution. Uh, <laughs> it's like an evolution. Oh, wow. I thought it was an wow. evolution there. So I was like, maybe this is maybe there's something there, but then we ain't heard from Fetty Wap since. Okay, yeah. so you was, you was being a little petty. A little no, but I did appreciate <laughs> Nelly. Like all my cousins love Nelly. Like um People's mama love. Yeah, people's yeah, people's mama love Nelly. Like he was with Ashanti, like he had a run. He had a really good Aunties run. love Nelly. Yeah. hmm mm-hmm. Like you could play you could play all that at the cookout. Absolutely. Yeah. Is Nelly cookout music? music? I, we're gonna say Nelly's cookout music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next cookout. Yeah. Nelly yeah. Nelly is gonna played. be at the cookout. But uh, let's. Who are some people that are inspire you? Maybe creatively. Maybe from, uh, dead or alive. Dead yeah. Or just bad. anybody. Um. Honestly, uh, I think Andre Three Thousand is incredible. Um, across the board, mm-hmm. I just. I just love his. Yeah, I uh, have you gotten his new shoes yet? No, I want to get them. No, you yeah. know my coins in my bag. Yeah, they're not in alignment like that. Right they're not. Like they're not too expensive. They're they're a decent price compared to like other other shoes. But I do want to get them eventually because I want to support him. And then uh, just that whole the whole premise he's going through. Sometimes uh, he's going through with it right now. Like uh, Andre Benjamin when I draw in class. Like the whole mm. uh, the whole campaign behind it is really interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, his activation at Complex Con. Yeah. Oh wait, you went too, right? I didn't go, no. but I live vicariously through social yeah, media. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Instagram, and yeah, I thought the activation was was beautiful. Yeah, it was definitely a moment. Uh, I I went to uh the the lecture that he did with all these other people, like with Jeff Staple. Oh really? And uh, the the woman behind Colette and like this other guy, I should know who he is. He's like 
he's like Nego of Nego. He's like, because uh, because Jeff State was saying that Nego is means number two, but this guy was number one, and I'm mm-hmm. so sorry that I do not remember his name. But he uh, he's really important in like uh, the whole fashion culture and everything. So uh, just having all of them in the circle, and they were talking about collaboration. So it was it was really just a great moment because he was talking about Andre's transition, like his easy transitions from music to fashion to mm-hmm. film and everything. So it's really great. And one thing I gotta say about Andre 3000 is I've, I've watched Be Cool recently. You remember mm-hmm. that movie? Uh, I vaguely, but not like yeah. It, real uh, it's just his character is really interesting because he plays like this, like uh, basically he plays like the muscle behind Cedric the Entertainer. He mm-hmm. plays like basically like Cedric the Entertainer's cousin, and like they're like this huge game, just like buff dudes that that's like his muscle trying to like hustle people out of their like contracts. Oh, and stuff. a long yeah. time ago, I know yeah. exactly Cedric the Entertainer, also another yeah. St. Louis legend. Oh, I didn't know I'm he was from saying. St. Louis. Why did I? Why did I think he was from Chicago? I would. I thought he was from Chicago. I don't know. I don't know. Just yeah. trying to take the good stuff mm-hmm. away from us. Well, we, can't, we, we can't go past the fact that you went to this event and you didn't hit nobody up, though. Wait, oh, wait, wait what event? The talk. Wait, oh, no, it was at, it was at ComplexCon. The, oh, that was at yeah, ComplexCon? Yeah, the Andre thing was at ComplexCon. Like, there were so many different lectures. Uh, who else was there? Uh, there were, even, like, LeVar Ball had a conversation. There was one where they were talking about uh, the, the best sneaker of the year, maybe the best close of the year and there were just all these different collaborations that were really great like that so many different people on the panels even uh yeah like i was saying earlier lavar ball had his own panel where they're basically talking about the disruptors of the culture like kim and is he a disruptor <laughs> apparently they think he's a disruptor oh, of the culture okay but i can see why with the hype behind him uh like him i think it was him and dj khaled like they were on the same panel together because oh, they're they're disruptors of the culture okay. yeah so Ooh, they're really trying they're really trying to bring in that notion <laughs> He's not in Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you gotta admit it because I think with uh, the way we do things now, like you have to put hype behind things for even for people to even accept it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. It, it, but it goes back too to like the age old story of the hype piece mm-hmm. caricature. Anyway, it's mm-hmm. like everybody quote unquote hates the hype beast but at the same time they need them mm-hmm. like you need a hype beast yeah. as a homeboy to help you know what I'm they're saying? like the wildest cheerleaders of the society yeah, yeah. that's that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a solid way to put yeah. it mm-hmm. um i think also on that list uh alone under 3000 easily just off the top of the head would have to be uh also uncle pharrell like that's yeah you gotta look like yeah and uh chance and obama Shouts on heroes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, shout out for all like VA represent. Uh, I'm. Are you excited for the the new NERD album? So here's the thing. I love Pharrell for what he stands for. Yeah. I'm not like I was never like a huge NERD. Yeah. Like, into all of that. Um. So I mean, honestly, I couldn't tell you that much. Yeah. Like a lot of times, I actually feel embarrassed a little bit because like everyone is so like into the neptunes they know all about this neptune stuff and i'm from virginia and i don't even know like as much as i should mm-hmm. so uh so i'm like oh man they know all that but i i don't really know all that so but it's but i really love what he's done like he's definitely like such a a state a staple in the culture he's definitely like on the mount rushmore of like of like our generation our, our yeah. society like him kanye Absolutely. like all these other people i'm surprised you didn't say kanye a dumbie oh you're uh, you're not really a big like Kanye. Not at all. Really? No. Are uh, are you like a big fan of like Virgil stuff, like Virgil Abloh, the stuff he's been doing recently, like with the, uh, with the off white stuff and like the the off white Nike stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You don't really fuck with it. I mean, it's 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 cool. Yeah, it's a it's little cool. overrated. I'll say like, it's, yeah, yeah he's think... basically just putting like a stamp on on a shoe and just like exactly. Yeah, like it's 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 formulaic now. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not a I'm not a hater by any means. So I want you, you know, if you get your dollar, like mm-hmm. get your dollar. I think as a creative. There's, I feel like there's more critiques, yeah. you know, in that space. But mm-hmm. as a businessman, I think that he's he's done a great job. Yeah. Um. I mean, anybody who is helping to make streetwear mainstream, mm-hmm. um, and streetwear like runway worthy, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm singing praises to as yeah. a co-owner of a, a streetwear uh, boutique and brand. Um, I mean, those are those are the big dogs right now who are paving the way. For yeah, us let's get into that. Let's uh, since you mentioned that, let's let's talk more about because uh, that's definitely one thing you mentioned. Plus, like, uh, it got into the group chat. All right, yeah, last night. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're really quiet on the group chat. Yeah, low key, like the group chat is probably one thing that inspired this podcast because okay. we we talk about some stuff sometimes. Like we'll mention it in in that group chat, and then I, sometimes I kind of like to talk about it on this. Like even. Uh, a, f- a lot of people that are in that group chat have been on the episodes like shout out to Josh, shout out to Ashley, shout out to Kendra. Uh, Ants been on it like pl- on this episode, pl- uh, on the show plenty of times. So yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. just it's just a great way to like make things real. The, yeah. the things we talk about there. So yeah, let's let's talk about it. So uh, well about the group chat too. I'm like I'm such an observer. Y- you so are I'm, like you. I don't remember, I don't remember the last time you said something in the group. Yeah, chat. <laughs> I don't know what be going on. Yeah, uh, like yeah, like we'll put things there, but then nothing. Re- yeah. I don't. We don't hear much from you. So it's. Yeah. I, and, but I. I feel like that's. That's what like me a lot in a lot of space, and that's why Jay probably did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to my yeah. Shout out. Jay. Yeah. Shout out to Jay. Uh, yeah. Young Jay Black. Yeah. Jay Black. Um, episode. He's on episode two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, if you ever want to. Yeah. The foundation. Yeah. Like him and Amber on episode. Episode two. That's the type of friends you mm-hmm. got to get into. Yeah. Like. Team. Yeah. Shout out to them. Who uh, are a part of your family? Yeah. You're only as good as your team. I think that uh, going going to speaking about the space. Um, so me and uh, me and my business partner uh, Marquise White, we we started a brand about two years ago now. Mm-hmm. That's called the Greens. Mm-hmm. Um, that also is a brick and mortar space. Nice. So we uh, in located in Columbia, Missouri. So we got four walls, a mm-hmm. real floor. Yeah. Uh, and that was really exciting for us, man. Like. Just being able to work through, like, being an entrepreneur, like, learning the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in the process of that, as if that wasn't hard enough, for whatever crazy reason, we decided, like, oh, we want to do cut and sew stuff. So, like, about 70% of what we carry in our line uh, is cut and sew. So, we do Mm -hmm. manufacturing um, uh, domestically as well as international. Uh, And then we do some wholesale pieces as well. But... Yeah, man, the greens uh, has has been something we've been cooking on, like I said, for about two years. Oh, no and, pun intended. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> no pun intended. And uh, now, uh, about a month ago, we finally opened our doors. And, nice. Uh, so yeah. What uh, would encourage you to actually do like a brick and mortar instead of maybe like a, a temporary pop up? Yeah, yeah. So us being, I mean, just being real, us being uh, two two black boys from St. Louis. Um, Oftentimes in a lot of classroom settings or just in college in general, you got the game of like people don't take you seriously until you become a brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us, it was just like we didn't just want to be a streetwear brand that existed like online. Yeah, that's powerful because like everyone's got everyone's got a brand. Everyone's got like 
a clothing line where everyone's got like a big cartel but like yeah. having something that's like real something yeah, you can yeah. actually go and inside and experience yeah. yeah yeah that's that's something special and so another thing that really influences our space is curation so mm-hmm. about half of what we do is the clothing boutique and the other half is our curation mm-hmm. um, and concepting and so we really didn't bring that into the fold until I moved out to LA mm-hmm. and I started to go to these event activations and you know how it is working in advertising and media like yeah you go to all these big things that brands just throw all of this money at mm-hmm. and you're just like, well, am I even still on earth? Like what's happening right now? Yeah. Um, but being from the Midwest, uh, one thing that I struggled with as a kid growing up is that I always felt different. Mm-hmm. I always felt like there was more for me out there and I, I couldn't see it and I didn't see anybody around me who did it. And so for us, it's uh, our existence is about access. It's about bringing that creativity and injecting it directly into the middle of the country mm-hmm. um, and having other kids who grew up like us, who, who had a dream but didn't know how mm-hmm. uh, for us to be a symbol for them. So uh, we bring directors, uh, musicians, artists, makeup artists, stylists to our space mm-hmm. um, to educate people there on how to do it definitely that uh, that's inspiring like all right what what's the streetwear culture like in missouri like i'm, I'm curious there i mean there really is a oh, that's cool uh, like then you're then you're setting you're setting the stage for it that's, exactly yeah. and 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 with how the political climate of the world is right now everybody is talking about how the middle of the country feels like they've been voiceless for so long mm-hmm. um they've been forgotten for so long and so uh, our whole approach is like, yo, instead of like complaining about it, we want to be a part of that change mm-hmm. and we want to bring that that equity and that currency back to our state mm-hmm. um, and back to the Midwest as a whole. And so we saw opportunity just like with any business uh, where there was a gap. Exactly. And we decided to fill it. Yeah. So. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, what uh, have there been any brands that maybe inspired it? Uh, mm-hmm. Like uh, maybe maybe the direction of what, where you're going with it? Um, I, we definitely, 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 uh, will have to pay homage to, uh, Anwar Carrots. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's definitely Carrots killing it in LA. Is, mm-hmm. is, is incredible. Um, and he's just an incredible creator, uh, thought leader mm-hmm. and how he does it. And not just focused on like the U S market, but globally, mm-hmm. how are we looking at fashion? And, and we consider ourselves a high end streetwear brand, but essentially, how do we have that conversation with anybody in any space? And oftentimes clothes has been the vehicle to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, I would also say uh, they're, they're a little bit of a, a smaller brand, probably globally, but uh, Rare Panther. Yeah, uh, yeah. Panther. Shout out to Sylvester. Shabbat, yeah. yeah, and what they stand for. I always love for. his work. Um, who else? Uh, Pia. What is their name? Um, uh P R L Y P R L Y on Instagram. I've I don't I think it's Parlay. I think their name okay. is Parlay, but it's short for something else. Uh, like what part of uh, where are they from? Like you Ooh, know. Let me let's this, check that out. This is the power of Instagram. Yeah. Let's go ahead and pull this up. Uh, they're incredible creators. Like honestly, what they're doing. Uh, also yes, it's Parlay dot TM. Um, okay, cool. Oh yeah. I'll, Wow, I really fuck with this. Yeah, they're fire. Yeah. They're so fire. Um, yeah, I've never seen like camo um, using that kind of way before. It's interesting. Yeah, it, it's tight. But if you scroll down the grid, like you definitely yeah. you know, get your feel of culture. Um, and then honestly, bro, we're inspired by uh, we're inspired by a lot of things that aren't even like 
fashion brands. Oh, like what? Like we're inspired by museums. Mm-hmm. Um, museums are like a huge part of our inspiration, like moving forward of what we curate. Yeah, uh, we're inspired a lot about uh, by architecture, um, and as of recently, like actually a lot of a uh, excuse me, uh, church culture. Were yeah. you were you a big church girl growing up, or did you go to church um, like every Sunday? Were you when uh, so that kind of kid growing up? I, I would. I was. I was definitely the kid who went to church with his grandma, mm. um, and kind of you know fell into it there. Uh, I mean, God for us is really big in just keeping us like just grounded in mm-hmm. who we are. Um, I think what a lot of like us in this generation know who consider themselves like millennials. Or who identify that way, uh, I would say that it's safe to say that we are spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't necessarily uh, conform to a lot of like traditional religious beliefs, mm-hmm. um, but knowing that God is our center and that's where we get our feeling from. I say that like inspired by church culture because I think here in LA, uh, church has been so elevated as an experience. Yeah, like I think it's and, they've almost felt, like found way, a way to modernize it to to make yeah. it like. Uh, not seem maybe as like maybe they're they're definitely trying to unite uh yeah. unite the generations and everything yeah, which yeah. which is definitely something I appreciate yeah and not as like as daunting I think it's the same way in like fashion like people who don't really care about clothes or architecture or structure mm-hmm. or you know material like we're trying to bridge that gap um in the same way of like having those people who are in the art community who mm-hmm. also feel very siloed mm-hmm. right who deal with like contemporary art yeah like. And then ultimately in the black community, like, why do you care that it's a Picasso? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're trying to make, you're trying to make it relatable to like, as long as it's like relatable to the experience that makes it so much better. It makes yeah. it so much more seamless for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, de- definitely. Uh, where that's going. Where do you see uh, the greens going maybe in 2018? 2018. Uh, how many, how many greens can the world can the world take true um so we definitely want to expand uh our our thing right now i would say is more like a three-year mm-hmm. a three-year plan of expanding mm-hmm. to another city um and it's big for us too no matter where the greens is planted uh our first flagship store is called the greens columbia so if the next one was in atlanta or chicago it'd be like the greens atlanta mm-hmm. or you know whatever city is in yeah um and it's really important for that store to reflect the culture mm-hmm. of the people who are there much like a suburbs mm-hmm. uh, because the the whole idea of the greens came from this idea that we built our entire life and success on the idea that the grass is green on the other side oh okay and yeah. so you finally get there like when i came to la mm-hmm. and you realize like wait the grass was only greener because it was fake and so it starts to like unmask and unravel like our i our idea of what success is, mm-hmm. um, and it starts to make you question everything. Yeah. And so in the same way, like the greens is just saying that you will be as successful as you allow yourself to be mm-hmm. in your mind, how you view yourself, yeah. uh, your potential, and how that manifests is all up to mm-hmm. you. So uh, it's it's really. It's really deep. Like I think that is deep. That's something that I can definitely relate to because I feel like I'm the kind of person that is never really satisfied. Yeah. So I think uh, like seeing that direction almost creates and almost uh, makes things limitless, which, yes, which is which is great. Yeah, absolutely. I love that because because uh, uh, we all have goals. We all have we all have things we want to reach. But then once we reach that, like what what else do we want? Like what how, next? Yeah, yeah. Like how do we accelerate from that? 
Uh, so we always, it's always, it's always great to think ahead. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's like with adulting, bro. Like when we moved out here, like you're in college and high school, and you think you have it so together, mm-hmm. and you don't realize you're gonna reinvent yourself so many times so in true. this lifetime, yeah. mm-hmm. and you come into like new understanding, you come into just like new revelation, mm-hmm. and through all of that, you evolve. Yeah, and so you realize, like for me, I was just like, wow, like. It really is movie magic. Exactly. Like, you don't... Mm-hmm. When you're watching your favorite show, like, you're not thinking, like, yo, behind that wall is, like, a parking lot. Like, yeah. that's not a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, so, you don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know who's exactly. going to, like, touch your life. Exactly. So, it's so... Yeah, everything changes tomorrow. Like, like you could like you could just meet someone that just inspires you and just yeah. encourage you to go to, in a different direction. And, and what, what got me, honestly, that really kind of helped push the store is uh, with those list of names that you talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're we're searching our whole lives like yo if i just meet this person Mm -hmm. if i just get in the room yeah uh i found myself as soon as i got into la maybe i was here like two weeks and i finally got in the room Mm -hmm. really but what was crazy was i had not prepped for what i would do once i was in the room Mm -hmm. so it was pointless it's like if you chase one thing you're like putting all your eggs in one basket on like hard skills, mm-hmm. but you didn't build up your soft skills. So mm-hmm. you get in the room, but it's like, you don't have nothing to offer. Exactly. So like, I meet you and like, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even have a picture of what I can do for you. Exactly. So now you just, you just there. Yeah. Like you're, I uh, like you can, you definitely have this relationship, but like, where is it going to go from there? Like what, yes. yeah. Like where you're saying, what do you have to offer? Like, uh, like cool. We're, we're tight and all, but like, can can we this is this sounds so whack but can you can we build together no for real like yeah. honestly like awesome real stuff yeah. what how can we build together yeah. so there's now for me there's three points of entry mm-hmm. there's how do you get in the room mm-hmm. what do you do once you're in there and then how do you stay mm-hmm. facts okay how do Yo, you stay in the room that's a gym right there that's a gym yeah that's a gym right there and and that's and honestly that's that's what LA is. It's a it's a hustle. Yeah. It's a hustle and it's it's not about trying to hustle somebody, but it's a it's a hustle in the sense of like LA and any of these places is exactly what you make it. Mm-hmm. And so it's important for you to like know your worth, um, and then like know what you can do and what you can't do. Yeah. Like there's definitely been some situations out here where I like talked myself up into something and then you got there and it's just like, Yeah, you're like how to yeah, like, how do I really, like, prove myself or, like... Because, right. like, I feel like as as we're all basically trying to live up to our own hype. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's interesting just to see what we can really do and see if... Uh, so we definitely have to meet that challenge all the time. And uh, it's frustrating. It's a journey. But I think there's so much beauty in that journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And in every failure, like, bro, you only learn... You don't learn from winning. Exactly. Like, I just learned... Like, this is something... I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, this is something I want to talk about. I feel like people don't... People fail to realize how common failure is. Like, common oh, is... absolutely. Common... Uh, it's so common to fail. Like, it's yeah. almost, like, strange to win in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- yeah, yeah. But people want those wins so badly, but failure is so common. Like, you're... A lot of times we're failing, we don't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's common and it's, and it's needed. Mm-hmm. Is needed. I went to an event last night and uh, heard Jerry Lorenzo speak. Um, it was a it was at a church event, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, "Every time I had somebody steal from me, every time some fabric didn't arrive on time, 
um, it it I allowed that to be a symbol as to why I had to keep going. Yeah. And oftentimes we look at our our failures in those instances mm-hmm. as like those are signs that we need to stop. Mm-hmm. And he said like those are signifiers <clears throat> to me that God is communicating. This is absolutely yeah. right to keep going. Um, and and look where he is now. So those failures those failures build empires. What do you think has been like? Uh, is uh, probably I wouldn't say your biggest failure, but what's been an impactful failure for you? An impactful failure. Yeah. Oh man! In college, uh, I spent almost four years of my life pursuing a degree in strategic communication mm-hmm. from Mizzou um, in journalism, and the last uh, two times that I could before graduation, uh, I got denied. Wow! For the school, and so the reason I went to Mizzou mm-hmm. essentially was for strategic communications, mm-hmm. for journalism, um, and so I felt like. Everything was crushed. Yeah. Like, and not doing that. Like, you feel was, like you almost reached a stopping point. You're like, oh, I was supposed to reach, like, the end of this cliff, but then there's no bridge at, the, at this yeah, cliff now. Yeah, like, like and, I, and, I, and I started to spiral. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I, I started to question myself. I started to question my worth and just, like, are, like, really, like, one of them, like, I'm not smart like those other kids. Mm-hmm. Like, that imposter syndrome, but it absolutely wasn't true. I just hadn't. I, my passion hadn't melt, met, uh, excuse me, my, my productivity mm-hmm. in that space. And so uh, I ended up switching to, to communications and I was actually so much happier. And I had so much more time to do what really made me happy. Yeah. And uh, so it worked. So what was a failure ended up being like my strongest. Like that's moment. always, that's that's always funny how like that is because uh, these failures turn into like your biggest blessings and yeah. you don't even realize that. Because uh, I don't, I don't know who said it, but I've, I've definitely heard it. it uh, there's no such thing as failures; there's only lessons. So, Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. everything just goes forward with that. Like it, maybe that's uh, maybe yeah, you weren't supposed to go down that path. There was that's somebody just like shifting you maybe nine degree nine degrees and say, hey, look that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and it and it made me. I think sometimes we get in a space where we get we get comfortable in a degree, mm-hmm. not realizing exactly. that grind has to also be equated with that piece of paper because yeah. it's still a piece of paper yeah the mind relationships yeah yeah, absolutely. yeah at this point like i sometimes i kind of wish i i, I realized like how unnecessary college was sometimes yeah, yeah sometimes i think about that and you and i think i think i think higher education is it's, it's got to be a personal decision mm-hmm. you know and, and if my kids one day are like that yo like i don't i don't think that thing is for me mm-hmm. like i need you to give me like three other things you're doing there. Exactly. And by the time that you like 14, 13, yeah. we, we need to have you a LLC. Yeah. You need to have this business. Mm-hmm. If this is what you're going to do, you know, yeah. but I think it has to be one or the other. Like, <clears throat> give me a plan. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do it, give me a plan. Exactly. Very true. Cause like, uh, cause that's the only, cause even if it doesn't go the way you go, like at least have options, have, have yes. something to fall back yes. on. Cause uh, at this point, like, there's always, there's always something, there's always another direction you can go. Absolutely. And there's not, it's never too late for that. And you just got to keep going with it. No, something I wanted to ask you was, uh, yeah. as I look, as I scroll like earlier in yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your timeline, what was, what's the thing behind the Argo Let's tattoo? Let's talk about it. I want to know about that. About yeah. Like I saw it all the time. And I, 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 love, I love the consistency of the photos, what yeah. you did, but I want to know the meaning behind the tattoo. Um, yeah. So Argo, man. Um, in college, I was a freshman and my favorite, one of my favorite classes in college today was classical mythology. Mm -hmm. I think, I think as a creator, 
naturally classical Greek mythology is just so inspiring to mm-hmm. me of like you thought all of this up. Who's your like, Who's your favorite? Do you have a favorite Greek god or anything? No, I just like the world as a oh, whole. Mm-hmm. It's just it's tight to me. Gotcha. But um, Argo actually comes from the Argonauts mm-hmm. um, in classical Greek mythology, and so in September of 2014, um, I lost my mom to her battle with uh, cancer. No, I'm sorry to hear that. And uh, it's okay. And and later on, I found out why that was okay. And so. Uh, she had a really uh, rare, aggressive form. So she essentially had uh, gotten diagnosed and had passed away within like 11 months. Wow. It was like something really short. Uh, only three or four of which I knew. Mm-hmm. The other, my family didn't let me know about. Um, but again, going back to the spiritual standpoint, uh, Argo was the first tattoo that I ever got. And I got it right after uh, me and my brother were on a trip in Colorado mm-hmm. and uh, we had just gotten into a car accident and the lady T-boned me. Wow. Um, and I had like one of them final destination moments where like I literally saw my life flash before my eyes because I could see her about to hit me. And uh, when we walked away from that, like without a scratch, is that day in Denver, I told him, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get this tattoo. Um, Because in that moment, I I, I truly was able to grasp like how precious life was and how quick it could be gone. Um, And so I got Argo for my mom, actually. Um, I felt like God took her physical being, uh, but she became my Argonaut. She became my protector. Um, And so I got Argo uh, for short, just because, you know, we artsy. Yeah. Um, and I got it There's in lowercase. There's always some case. way to abbreviate something. Yeah, yeah. I got it in lowercase because uh, she was an extremely humble person. Um, and I got it in bold because her presence was felt wherever she went. Um, and the square period represents, although life and death are inevitable, how we live it are completely up to us. And I got it on my forearm because I want to uh, wear her bravery on yeah. my sleeve every day. Wow. So, uh, yeah. I appreciate that when people have, like, a, a really good meeting behind behind yeah, the tattoo yeah, yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. And I used to do that on my Instagram uh, after that because I started to realize that was around the time that selfies had become a big thing. Yeah. Um, and we had become very, like, self-indulgent mm-hmm. and, like, us. And so that was me reminding myself that every blessing in every room that I get into, uh, I have to realize that I have to reach back and give that to somebody yeah. else. Um, and before I leave this earth, I can only hope to be somebody's Argonaut. Is there is there a reason that maybe you stopped it or are you just... Yeah, uh, I wanted to also be able to like show photography in the same way. Mm-hmm. And so then it kind of maneuvered to this idea of being touched by Argo. Mm-hmm. And so it became a little bit even more deep in yeah. the sense that like, although my mom isn't physically here, like everything that I created from the moment that she left this physical space, mm-hmm. uh, started to be like inspired by her. And so that's incredible. That capture, you know, mm-hmm. is ultimately feeling her mm-hmm. as well. So, Wow, that that was beautiful. That was that was, yeah. that was a really that was really good. That's Mama Dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where, can you say? Uh, have you like what what traits do you think you you maybe learned from her? Or maybe you, you picked up from her? Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, or even creatively, or just overall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I would say two things. One, just from her, she uh, she always was the creative. Like, literally, she used to get more excited when I had science for experiments than I would. Yeah. And I would, like, stay up. She was, like, one of the parents who were, like, you are staying up to do this. Oh. <laughs> and so we would stay up to do it. She would make it fun. But then I would just get so tired, and I would just be like, Mom, I got to go to sleep. Yeah. And, like, I'm, like, eight or <laughs> ten or whatever you make yeah. science for experiments. And... Mm -hmm. Bro, literally, I would go to sleep and I would wake up and the board would be completely different. Mm. And it would be so fire. But she like would get like those. I don't know if you remember those like designer scissors, like the scissors. Oh, the ones that did the zigzags. The zigzags. Yeah, I had those. Yeah. She would have those and all night. Yo, she would be those going were, crazy. Those were so good. And uh, I remember one specific time uh, I came home and I was so excited and uh, I had won the science fair. And uh, I was like going on to like the regional level or something. That's what's up. And uh, I came home and I was like, Mom, we won. And she was like, we did. And uh, that's that's honestly where I got my creativity from. And then I would say when she when she passed away, uh, God transmitted like and gave me revelation of just like love mm -hmm. to a completely new level that was like mm -hmm. so tangible and uh, she was such a loving person yeah. that, like, after that, I just became super loving. Yeah, I like, see that a lot, especially with your social media. Like, you're such, like, an inspiring and, and like, positive person. You. Like, oh, I, my God. Like, I, like, that personality, like, you, you bring that, like, I'm I'm so, I'm, I'm personally, I'm so afraid to just, like, be that kind of person uh, on Instagram or I don't even think I am that kind of person, but I yeah. love how like positive and inspiring you are with encouraging words. Like even, even from your car, like I ever yeah. see like, <laughs> I ever see <laughs> the just, occasional yeah, car. Yeah. yeah. It's supposed to Yeah. Happen. Like yeah. some people do that and it's kind of corny, but like when people do it right, like you, you and Jessica, you. I ever see Ashley do it too. Like, yeah, yeah. like you mean it from the heart. Like you mean just like, Put yourself, be so inspired, like be your best self, and there's yeah, nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah. cause, cause positivity goes so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think that uh, this this is deep, but I feel like this is important in the sense that my mom was on life support uh, before she passed away, and the hospital kept her on that enough for me to get back from school to drive an hour and a half from school to the hospital in St. Louis, mm -hmm. and. Um, she wasn't responsive at that point. And uh, I remember just asking for a few minutes. And uh, I just sat there and I prayed with her. And I, I talked to her. And her eyes, were, her eyes weren't open, any of that. And uh, I just remember asking God, just let me say goodbye. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, I gave her, like, the whole thing. And I told her, like, everything I do it'll be for you. Like, you're not leaving me here. Like, I'm okay. I'm, I'm good. We, we got this. Mm -hmm. So I went back to that, that science for a moment. And I'm like, mom, we gonna win. And, uh, she started crying. Wow. And her eyes still weren't open. And, uh, maybe like five minutes after that, uh, the doctors came and told us that she had passed away. And, uh, I just thought that moment was so powerful because we can either dwell in the fact that we've lost them or I could celebrate the fact that he let me say goodbye mm -hmm. and that I gave her the ease that she could say goodbye mm -hmm. and that we were still going to win. So I think that now, like when I talk to people, like it really comes from that moment mm -hmm. of like, yo, when I'm not here, I also need you to be that person that tells somebody else like, 
we gonna win. Exactly. And like whether you know it or not, you're pushing somebody else to like go that same route yeah. and, and inspire somebody. It's gonna uh, create like this domino effect of just yeah. like leading so many positive words because yeah. it's it's just so great. And as a, as a black man, right? Like I just like me and my like me and my boys or like me and me and my frat brothers or or any any of that like. I literally every time we're on the phone, like I'm like I love you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and sometimes I don't even have to throw bro in it. Yeah. I feel like sometimes that's our yeah. way of like trying to make it masculine. Because you never know when you're gonna say it again. You yeah, never know when you're gonna say it again. And like, even to a, I feel like even to a larger conversation is like, dog, I love you. Mm-hmm. Like, I love your existence. I love who you are. I love what you add to this earth. Like, I don't. It's it. it it has nothing to do with the fact that you could die tomorrow or mm-hmm. 20 minutes from now. Yeah. It has everything to do with the fact of everything you've done already. Mm-hmm. And you just need to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. And like 2018, if you don't have friends that gas you, like you need to change your circle. Like I want all my friends to know like, yo, in this moment, if I get a VMA, I'm calling Curtis cause he gonna gas me. Mm-hmm. And like you deserve that. Mm-hmm. So I think being able to love on, on other black men and just other people in general is like, that's what we hear. That's true. Everybody needs to be loved. Everybody needs to be celebrated. Cause I think especially now with, uh, with social media, like we we find more time. We, we find more of a reason to be depressed and everything. Yeah. So, uh, just celebrating even the smallest wins. is great. Like sure. Uh, sure. Maybe p- people might not celebrate it as much as they should, but they should. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, what do what do you say is maybe like your biggest accomplishment in 2017? Uh, oh wait, wait, I'm gonna ask another question first. Uh, what were your goals of 2017, and then what did you accomplish? Uh, my goal of 2017 was just to be employed. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was like, you know, phones was kind of running out. Yeah. I took that leap and left my job. Yeah, I thought you were doing like the freelance was, thing for for like a I while, was, or I thought you wanted I was to go the freelance freelancing, but. I was like, you know, got uncomfortable. It, like that's yeah. the that's the truth. Like it's very unstable. Yeah, yeah, and and I needed stability. I would have health care. Mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about like freelancing, like you don't have health care. You don't. Yeah, and uh, you you're not getting shares in a company. Like you're not you're not building mm-hmm. equity mm-hmm. in that way. You know, and so I was just like, I just need something good that yeah. makes me happy and that works. I've seen it done. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. It's uh, out there. I ended up getting that call from BuzzFeed, and they actually, and then this is a testimony. A lot of people don't know. I left Kastner. I was freelancing for three months, um, and God had already gave me a revelation. It was going to be three months, mm-hmm. and the third month came up, and I still didn't have anything. And I'm like, "What's up? Mm-hmm. What's going on? You know, I thought we had a thing going mm-hmm. here." Um, and so he ended up actually allowing me to get a three month. Uh, a three month extension at BuzzFeed and I applied to be an intern and they actually made me a fellow and the rate that I got as a fellow is what I left monthly at Kastner and so like if you just really stay like true to the path stay true to the destiny like it's always gonna get you Mm -hmm. where you're supposed to like there's so much there like People don't really like to believe it. There's a reward for patience. Absolutely. There's a reward for patience. There, uh, it gives, the, like we were talking about earlier, it takes the time for like development and yes. everything. So 
uh, there's it's always you know, like we can't really microwave our dreams. Ooh, <laughs> come on, Jim. <laughs> we can't microwave our dreams. Give me a slow yeah. roast. I yeah. mean, put me. Oh man, yeah. put me in a rice cooker. Yeah. I need to just be low and slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just get it just good. right. Like that's good. Did y'all it. hear that? Did yeah. y'all hear that? We just we finna switch yeah. interviewers because <laughs> wow, sometimes don't sometimes I hit dream. sometimes I hit something from from left field. And that's, yeah. hey, there it is. That mm-hmm. we need that on a shirt. Yeah, don't microwave your dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you gotta, like you gotta wait. Like it's it's there. Like uh, like how you were talking about earlier. Like you're getting in the door, but you're just not ready. Like, yeah, like. You were, uh, you just got in too quickly. You gotta, you gotta figure it out. Oh, I'm, I'm, you know what? After this, I'm gonna talk about that on my Instagram. Okay. Today. Premature blessings. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't realize that was a thing, like, but like the fact we're talking about this, it's very true. There's premature dreams because uh, I guess I'll share like one of my experiences because, yeah, sure. uh, to even to this day, like, I really want to work for like a, uh, like one of the media powerhouses, like a Vice or Complex. Yeah. And, I remember, like, as soon as I graduated college, I got uh, I got an internship offer with Complex, but it was unpaid, and it was in New York, but I wasn't from New York, and I couldn't find a place to stay. Yeah. So I was like, damn, this is, like, my dream, but I can't really, like, reach it. Yeah. So I had to turn it down, and then now I'm, I had to, like, basically start from square one again. Yeah. But uh, it goes back to that whole, whole idea of just, like, being, uh, like, you're in the door, but you're just not ready. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's, it's, it's being careful of what you wish for, mm-hmm. because sometimes... We have a plan, mm-hmm. and then he has a plan. Yeah, and we choose our plan. Yeah, and I think sometimes it's like I'll give you the desire of your heart. Yeah, but you're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. The food's still cooking. Like you raw, mm-hmm. you real raw. Are you the kind of person that you'll write down your dreams? Like maybe you'll write down I'm something. I'm not a writer. You're not. I'm not a yeah. writer. But you know what? In this in this new season, I'm 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 starting to push okay. myself to do that. Sometimes I'll do that. Like I'll write like prayers sometimes on Tumblr. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that occasionally. Like if something's really hitting me, I'm like, I kind of want this, and then occasionally like it'll come through. Like I remember, uh, this is something I'll never forget. Maybe before I moved out to LA, I was uh, maybe like three months before I was like, I'm gonna move to LA and I'm gonna get this job, and it eventually happened. I was like, damn, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think there is that power of belief and everything. So because yeah. you you definitely have to be your first believer. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. yeah. And the universe hears you. I I, I, I genuinely believe that mm-hmm. that you know life and death lies in the power of the tongue, and so we got to make sure that we speak life into it. Yeah, all the time. That's why you need friends that gas mm-hmm. you. Like if like uh, you're only as good as your team. Like you gotta. Uh, what I because I definitely talk about this a lot. Like one of my dreams is just having like a huge collective of people, mm-hmm. but. Uh, what do you say? Like, do you feel like you have a team or maybe like a, a crew of creators that you really like collaborate with, or who do you collaborate with, or who would you like to collaborate with? Basically, um, I mean, I think I think I'm in that process now of figuring that out, mm-hmm. figuring out um, what makes me full. Yeah, I think I think oftentimes we can have a lot of bodies mm-hmm. around us. It's not a lot of people who keep us full. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of people who take and a lot of people who drain. Yeah, um, but. I think one of the things that my 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 girlfriend has has challenged me on is, do you have equally as many people around you who who fill you as those who empty you? Mm-hmm. And uh, as somebody who mentors a lot of people, I'm like, I can't say yes to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that's kind of what pushed me now. Even being in LA, you know, a lot of people talk about people being fake out here. Or, 
phony and superficial and all those things. And I feel like I've been I've been pretty fortunate and pretty blessed to not have experienced. You found that. the right people. Yeah, immediately. to have been around the right people. And I think that just comes with discernment. You just got to ask for discernment and ask to know, like vibes. Like everybody talks about vibes. Like it's like this cool, funny thing now, but. No, it really is. Like, some people, you don't got good vibes. Yeah. And you got to go with that. Like, like, you definitely see people's intentions, and then uh, it just makes it just makes it discouraging because you're like, maybe you're not the right people, or maybe they're, like you were saying earlier, they're, they're trying to take more than you're trying to get. Right? Yeah. They're, uh, they're definitely opportunists and yeah. everything. All right. Let me, that reminds me, I kind of want to share something that this is an account I follow on Instagram called Overheard from LA. Have you heard, Overheard LA? Have you heard of that? Uh-uh. But something they said recently was, uh, that's the problem with LA. Everyone's trying to make it, but no one's willing to work. So you know what? Uh, that reminds me of something that I read uh, from Chance too. I forgot who did. Oh man, this kills me. I don't remember who wrote the article. It was so beautiful. But he talked about. Uh, they asked him. They were like, a lot of people talk about putting their friends on, but they don't. Yeah. But nobody talks about bringing their friends with them. And. Uh, that was Chance's answer to mm-hmm. that. She was like, why do you talk about your friends so much? And mm-hmm. he was just like, because I don't believe in waiting to getting to the top and bring them up. I believe they should be to my left and my right. That is, that's and, solid. Because uh, like you're part of solid. the journey. Yeah. That's solid. Mm-hmm. And that, that made me think it's a lot of dreamers and a lot of doers. Mm-hmm. That kind of reminds me of something else. Uh, we're going to keep going back and forth with things that. Yeah. It's <laughs> that, all good. Yeah. Uh, have you have you seen that uh, that Issa Rae Instagram that uh, Issa Rae interview where basically she was talking about how people look for like these gatekeepers but they should really be looking for the people around them uh, to like build up instead of like building up they build across yeah like that yeah yeah linear mm-hmm. linear yeah. versus vertical absolutely mm-hmm. it's and and it starts to create like collectives and groups and you know all of these things like the this is. This is what's in right now. Mm-hmm. And it's not in because it's trendy. It's in because literally from our beginnings as human people, like we've galvanized around the idea of a tribe. Exactly. And that's how we've been the yeah. most powerful. That's how we've been able to do anything mm-hmm. that we've been able to do. Um, and so it's like it only makes sense. Exactly. Like I, I appreciate that. Like you're just like a gang of misfits. Like maybe be, uh, because yeah. you're outsiders you go together and you become you become something more than yourself. Yeah, like yeah. I, I think that's uh, even in LA. That's something that I'm looking for. I'm looking for something more than myself because uh, I think we all feel like we have something to offer. But how do we do that on a larger scale and impact and impact more people and almost have people that uh, that strengthen us or like fill in the gaps of our weaknesses? And I, we're all we're all searching for that. Absolutely, and and I think these are some of the same people that growing up were seen as different. Mm-hmm or weird or strange or you know all these different things and uh i mean it says that we're all strange creatures yeah yeah we're all strange yeah i'm like hey if you're strange and you're securing bags i Mm -hmm. mean at the end of the day i think it i think it just goes back to like intentionality and making sure that we're not just doing things for self but we're doing it for like yeah and you know somebody who i think is who who does that in a really interesting way is Jaden Smith. Mm-hmm. I really, Shout out to him. I yeah. respect I respect him a lot more now than I even did before because I was drinking just water mm-hmm. and didn't even know that was his company. Real, where do you buy it? Like, I've been wondering where, where you can buy it from. I had got some from uh, Whole Foods. Oh, okay. I, I got to check it out there. And, and, like, so his... 
it's like you don't even know what to expect from him. Mm-hmm. I don't, like at this point, I don't even know what to expect. But yeah, he's solid. Yeah, he's like like no no like no like intention for to connect the song, but he's an icon. He's a, he yeah. really is. Yeah, he's a and and I think sometimes we we don't extend enough grace mm-hmm. to some of these like celebrity kids and even just celebrities in general. But the idea of like yo like how old is this yeah he could have gone a completely different path and he's. He's definitely like him and Will are building something for themselves. Like they could have just rolled down the backs of like Will and Jada, but they've become so much more than that. Like you forget that oh, that's Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's kids. And like you are like what twenties? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, if that twenty two. Yeah, like, you like Willow's like what seventeen? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm talking about your like they've done so much and so like at such young ages. It's like it's like where do you go from? I mean, it's it's. It's it's incredible to me, and I love seeing uh, I love seeing black people who are talking about the environment mm-hmm. and talking about activism in ways uh, through food and water. Yeah, and like literally, we have to start unpacking the bare essentials of life and how systemically those things mm-hmm. are messed up before we can do anything else. Yeah. Like we need food and water to live before we can even do anything else to fight the system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's really powerful, like, to see his stake on water mm-hmm. and what it's doing to the world. Very, yeah, well, very so. eco-friendly. Do you see uh, maybe the Greens going that kind of route? Like, maybe Absolutely. like some kind of, like, eco-friendly thing? Like, maybe this is kind of green, but, like, the Greens goes green or something? No, like, yeah. seriously, like, we we definitely want to get into a space. Uh, spoiler alert. No, nah, you don't have to, <laughs> nah, you don't have to like, uh, if you don't want to... But, no, no, no. I mean, it's fine. I think, you know, big picture, uh, we would love to, like, have a string of greenhouses mm-hmm. um, or urban gardens mm-hmm. and just, like, really talking about, like, food activism. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, right, even a debate around being vegan. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, all of these different things from yeah. a privileged perspective, like, Who's having these real conversations of like, yo, there's food deserts and low income housing. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we, how are they able to be vegan? Or how are we educating people that if they're on government assistance, like how, how can you use that if you allow it to be accepted at a Whole Foods? Like, are you educating our people on like how to shop there yeah. and be able to utilize that to feed their family? Right. Yeah. And so I think that long term, we absolutely want to be a part of, uh, the culture and moving. Yeah, I feel like even as, as like a black culture, we don't really teach ourselves that. Like we, yeah. we have like uh, maybe like a like a small set of standards or everything, but uh, we don't go beyond that. Like I don't really like. I, I think it's great. It's encouraging to see like so many black people like exploring veganism, exploring mm-hmm. like all these different routes and uh, going like the health routes and everything. It's really inspiring. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. It's, I think it's just going to get better with time. I think that our generation is like, we're the ones that search for answers. Mm-hmm. Like, we really don't take yeah. no for an answer. I know. Like, like you'll get your yeah. door kicked in if you tell somebody no to me, Tom. Yeah, like, this generation is curious as fuck. Yeah. yeah like, we're yeah. so curious. And, I mean, sometimes that's a good and bad thing because mm-hmm. it kind of be one of the things that your parents are like, you are heavy. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, we get it done. Yeah. And that's... That's what I tell anybody. I'm like, people can say a lot of things about quote unquote millennials, mm-hmm. uh, but the fact of the matter is, they'll we'll get it. Done. Exactly, we're we're not exactly like what you're saying. We're taking no for an answer. We're like we're exposing the bullshit. We're just uh, we're just taking it forward because I think uh, there's so many things that we accepted in past generations that yeah. w- that we don't even take anymore, like the like the Confederate flag, like mm-hmm. even like uh, the fact that 
uh, it's like National Indigenous Peoples Day instead of Columbus Day anymore. Like yeah. we're just we're disregarding like uh, things that were just so accepted, and we're just like fuck that. We're, yeah. It's a new time. We got gender roles. I yeah. mean, literally everything. Like being fully in tune with self mm-hmm. and what self identifies is what makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's, it's the generation of yeah the life. possibilities are endless and all that stuff uh one thing i've been wondering have you ever seen your uh did you ever see yourself coming to la was that your first uh <laughs> what are you doing oh oh you didn't oh that's true you didn't have the I didn't yeah know. those were for you yeah you, wow. the, yeah I, was, I, I just realized you didn't have them on nope yeah it's all good yeah enjoy um <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen he, he realized that he had some headphones that he should have been wearing Wait the whole time. Yeah. It's all good though. Uh wait, but did you see yourself coming to LA? Was LA like the goal or was there uh what did you see yourself doing when you graduated uh after you graduated college? Honestly, bro, I didn't know. Like I, I only pursued a master's being transparent because I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. The opportunity was there, uh somebody was paying for it. <laughs> or uh what brought you to LA? Because I remember uh some uh, I don't think I ever told you this, but I knew you, but kind of knew you because I remember you. <laughs> I remember you did uh, the Marcus Graham project, and yes, I, I think you, yes. I, I think I saw you on LinkedIn like way before we actually met, and I was like, oh, he did because uh, I think this was at one point when I was curious about the Marcus Graham project. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, I remember seeing your name, and then I was, we actually met in real life maybe years later. I was like, oh, that guy looks familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like the foray is like the ad color circle is it's very yes. like. You kind of know. Yeah. Everybody looks familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Black people know yeah. the black people yeah, black who are know. doing mm-hmm. dope stuff mm-hmm. in the community. Uh, yeah, let me take a second to just shout out MGP. Shout out the Marcus Graham Project. Mm-hmm. Shout out the family. Like, that program changed my life. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I can say the same thing about MAPE. Cause, yeah. Because you're like, what? This is possible? Cause, this is possible. Because uh, I actually didn't even know about MAPE until like a friend told me. So, shout out to Selena. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. my friend, my friend Selena, Selena, uh, we both applied, uh, and we uh, for the program. She didn't get in, but I did, and it was just I was like, well, this is something that people do. They get yeah. paid, yeah, exactly. They get paid to be creative. Yeah. You remember that time when people said you art will never feed you? Exactly. Like, all right, you're gonna be a starving artist. Like, yeah. fuck you to all those people. Like. Or they would be like, oh, are you just gonna be some kind of starving artist for a thing. living? That's not a thing. I just recently saw an interview where this. This black woman was talking to she was like being a starving artist is not a thing mm-hmm. that doesn't exist yeah like people like they're we're beyond this like people can create opportunities now like we're in a yes. generation where everybody yes. can create an opportunity there's a space for everything we can create our own jobs literally mm-hmm. literally um to to your question i i didn't see la at all mm-hmm. I, I didn't even being a boy from st louis like i'm like i don't even know i can think that far mm-hmm. um but opportunity presented itself i came and visited and it just felt right mm-hmm. i felt like at this stage of my life i needed to be by water yeah i needed to be coastal mm-hmm. um in some way uh and new york just wasn't doing it for yeah me. i tried so, new york but then new york was like we're not really feeling you so yeah, then, yeah, I, yeah i definitely yeah. i feel like i got to la by accident a lot of times i, yeah, I, I say yeah. that a lot i feel like i got to la by accident but then when you get here it's just like it's you know we got the stuff we go through but mm-hmm. like it feels right. Like at the end of the day, at least for this stage of life, it mm-hmm. feels right. I don't. I won't be here forever. Yeah, but. me neither. Like, uh, like my job. My job. Uh, one of our clients is uh, the Olympics, and we're like uh, recently LA is going to be hosting Olympics for twenty twenty eight, and I don't see myself in LA in eleven years. So yeah, whatever, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know. I I, I plan on at least uh, exploring next, living mm-hmm. out of the country. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what's been your your favorite LA experience? Honestly, bro, the 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 events, mm-hmm. the events which have led to the yeah. People. I love all the pop ups and everything. Yeah, yeah. The, the people have led to to the connections, mm-hmm. you know, and and really deep and authentic connections that I feel like will surpass me moving away. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like the the energy here is it's like something yeah. I've never experienced in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. So yeah, these I mean. The events are like crazy. Yeah. I ain't talking about like the club. Like no, there's there's the so there's so much more like than that. Oak. I ain't talking yeah, about. I don't even. Like, I've never been either. Need me either. Yeah, I've never been either. And I've been here almost two years. Yeah, now. like and I think it's so corny when people take uh, pictures in front of that neon sign. Like uh, I think what happens. Uh, that one oak sign. I think it's whatever happens in yeah. one oak stays in one oak or something. Yeah, yeah, I probably yeah. got it wrong, but whatever it is, it's like the typical like basic basic photo that yeah. I, I'm I'm having this. <laughs> I'm enjoying my my stay in LA and yeah, like stuff yeah. like that. At I'm some point, gets kind LA of boring. Life. Yeah. yeah, well, you're just I, here for the weekend. Yeah, I I get that all the time. Like people back home, they like, oh, you in LA now? Exactly. You're like Hollywood. Yeah, you're Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood Curtis. I'm yeah. like, bro, like it ain't even like that. It's not yeah. even like yeah. that. Like you can, and that's my big thing to people too. Is like even when you in the room, you still going back. Mm-hmm. To your apartment. I know, yeah. Like, after the event. Like, yeah, like, they, make sure there's this moment. Maybe you shared it on Instagram or, yeah. or Snapchat. And you're like, yeah. oh, I'm having this incredible moment. But you're just, you're going home. Uh, like, the, the the carriage becomes a pumpkin again. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, back to reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just like really finding out how do you leverage those moments for your level up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's really, really important, so... Can we talk about that real quick? Like, there's so m- there's almost too too many pop ups going on. Like, th- like yeah, that's uh, a lot. yeah, like that's a shout lot out uh, if you're listening. Uh, shout out to my friend Crystal. Like, we're hitting up so many different things uh, this month. Like, we're uh, we're finally we're going to the Museum of Ice Cream. See what I'm. But yeah. Wait a second before he continues. Yeah, like, go for it. None of this was an extended invitation. That's all I'm gonna say. Yo, I just we we do need to hang out more. Like, I think this is like this is making us close. Yeah, this is this making us. Lo- right this is why right. I like these podcasts. It gives me a chance to. Uh, have like a one-on-one conversation with people a little more because like we're in the same circle we're in the same yeah, group yeah, chat yeah. but we've never really had like a one-on-one absolutely so this is great i love this <laughs> i definitely the museum to, of yeah, ice cream yeah, i'm still trying yeah. to go so i'll accept the invite for sure uh 29 rooms wow uh, all the things i yeah. want to go to oh. you guys are going to that's crazy yeah. it should be fun but our damn our I'm not gonna listen anymore. That's about it. I, I do want to go to Happy Place. I want to go there. Yeah, I want to go to Happy Place. Uh, and then I, if I can, I'd love to get a ticket for the Infinity Room. But that seems almost impossible. The Infinity Room at the Broad. Oh, is yeah. it really? Yeah, impossible. Or I feel like they're selling out fast. Like it, it's really, it's really hard to get in. That's why I gotta be somebody. Cause I don't yeah, know. like you're like, oh, Curtis Taylor Jr. Why don't you just come on in? That's what I yeah. mean. That's yeah. what I mean. I feel like that's what we all yeah. deserve. Mm-hmm. Is that unlimited mm-hmm. access? Baby. What's I? What's Curtis Taylor Senior like? Off the chain. Oh, completely different. I can say the same about my dad too. Yeah. Like my dad's, uh, my dad's in the military, so like yeah. he's like a completely different thing and. I don't think I ever told you this. Like, uh, you and Jay, you guys are alphas, and my dad's an alpha. Oh, yeah. that's what's up. Yeah, my dad's that's an alpha. What's up. He's uh, he's like big in like the Northern Virginia chapter. I think he's like the president of the Northern Virginia okay, chapter. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's dope. So that's dope. yeah, I don't know. I've just never really 
incur. I wasn't. I wasn't really excited about being an alpha. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I kind of wanted. Wow. We already had the same name, so I was like, let me just go a different route. You just wanted your own. I, yeah, I just want want my own identity or in a way. Yeah, you know? I feel that. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely what my life has been is mm-hmm. uh, trying to make a differentiation between me and my father. Yeah. Um. But in some way, even in us trying to avoid it, we become like them. We do, yeah, because we're respects. trying so hard to be different. Yeah. Yeah, did you go by CJ a lot as a kid? Or? Yes. Oh, I went by DJ as a kid, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, like, my family still calls yeah, me Yeah, all my immediate family, like, all my relatives, they call me DJ. But, like, everyone, like, in school or even to this day, they just call me Daryl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I made that a super different like nobody at school could call me CJ. oh um and then like i i also used to get called look hurt mm. um so that was like another yeah. thing that oh. i was just like my dad i think i got my hustle yeah from my father um but i think we're very different in a lot of mm-hmm. other ways he would like to say he's flyer than me but that's not true <laughs> so yeah uh speaking of speaking of, i guess fly fashion i what uh do you do you like shop at a lot of vintage stores or anything? Or I used to. I used to as a kid. I don't really you, do like, it as much. Ladies and anymore. gentlemen, you you're not really you can't really see because the audio. But this man got some style today. He, he came in. He came in with uh, <laughs> the hat and all that. He definitely came. Definitely came to stunning. Uh, I feel like I just love what fashion allows you to be able to do in your outward expression of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you can get a nice vintage piece, it's always cool. Uh, but right now, like I'm into just. I don't know. I like the experience of getting something that's fresh off the press. Yeah. Like, I used to love the cycle of things, but mm-hmm. now I'm just like, I love being able to get it when it's when it's hot and when yeah. it's limited edition. And, oh, you know, so you're all right. I, I was that's actually something I kind of wanted to lead into. Like when they have that kind of, um, they have that uh, the advertising like like only a hundred made or this is like or even yeah. with Papa's for example are you really encouraged more to buy something from that absolutely same yeah absolutely. I mean because it ignites something in you it's mm-hmm. this call to action that's yeah. just like yo if you get this you will be the coolest exactly like, you like shut up and like, take my money yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember I will never forget an epic fail for the Frank Ocean book uh, we were oh no we I was in that line but I got mine because I was I was kind of I was close to that newsstand yeah, when, when I got the tweet. I know. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So I was still kind of salty about yeah. that because did we you buy it online eventually, like for, no. for Black Friday? Oh no. Oh. I just I was I just I just protested. Yeah. Because. You're like, if I can't get it for free, I'm not gonna pay eighty dollars for it. Well, it wasn't even yeah. that. I'm down to support, but it was just like, bro, I waited. Yeah. Like two. You already broke my heart. Yeah. 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 Essentially, yeah. we've yeah. already been down. Are, this path, are you getting the like, uh, the endless vinyl though? I haven't gotten. I haven't transitioned into vinyl uh, yet. Or uh, I think they have the CD too. Like you, you like. It's, that's the thing about like Black Friday or just like the end of the year. Everybody does these like end of the year pop ups, and I almost feel like everyone encourages you to spend money at the end of the year. Like you know what they're doing. Exactly. Like even uh, I'm a big Prince fan, and Prince finally like released this like pop up merch. It's like open until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I kind of gotta buy this, even though. If Prince was alive, you probably wouldn't do this. Yeah, yeah, you you yeah. you probably be against doing a pop up. It's just like who? Where is the money going? Exactly. I'm just like I'm making all this money just to give it to them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, gotta respect the artist. Though. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta respect artistry and everything. I uh, are there speaking of that? Are there like any maybe musicians or maybe no? We already talked about under thousand for all, but uh, maybe other or do you have maybe a favorite music video that inspires you or a favorite maybe album cover? Ooh, boy. 
if we're going into that because like we're, we're both art directors and in, in yeah. somewhere or another so maybe like that's inspired you in some kind of way with your direction um i this is a little dated uh, I love uh, Chance's Sunday Candy. Mm, that was good. And it was like, it was all in one shot too, right? It was one shot. Yeah. Austin, uh, Austin Vasely, mm-hmm. uh, who's incredible. He's mm-hmm. remarkable. Um, and he's been with Chance since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like the first, I went to an event and Austin was telling this story. It was like the first big budget uh, video Chance had. And one of his stipulations was, I'll only do it if Austin can shoot it. And um, he essentially came to him and he was like, yo, this is the budget. We got to make it happen. That's how important your day uh, ones are. That's how important your day ones yeah. are. And Sunday Candy is just so phenomenal because I have a background in theater as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that what it did. That makes sense with your charisma. Of, yeah, yeah, I think what it did with the time of like music videos is that nobody was doing something theatrical in that way since like. Andre and them did it with like roses. Uh, roses. Yeah. And so it was refreshing. But then like at the end, the attention to detail all the way to like how seamless those transitions had to be, mm-hmm. like the blocking the outfits, mm-hmm. all the way down to like the crane out shot. Yeah. When Austin's name is in the light on the side of the building. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, this is fire. And the song is awesome. Yeah, and Chance is phenomenal. I think he's, I think he's remarkable. Like he's definitely going down the right, right path. Like I didn't expect, honestly, I didn't expect him to blow up like this. Like I, yeah. I remember maybe I remember Acid Rap getting some kind of getting a lot of a yeah. lot of love, and then I remember because uh, I'm a big Childish Gambino fan. Yeah, uh, he was like really like uh, Donald was really in his corner about. Uh, making sure he was gonna blow up and everything, but I didn't expect him to like be this huge like mainstream guy, which is really exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 remarkable, yeah. and he deserves. He, he deserves does, yeah. Because really I, I feel like you guys are both like uh, if if I'm gonna connect you to you guys are both going down like a really positive path. Like you guys sure. really encourage more, and that's that's exciting. Like like we've been talking about earlier, you can only go forward with that. Yeah, and I and I love the way that he still does it. Like he's still human about it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like the journey of, of, you know, of like just trying to be a good person in this world today is like, it's not easy mm-hmm. and it's not perfect by any stretch, but I think it's just like having, having enough attention to care mm-hmm. is, you know what I'm saying? What separates it? Um, I saw him perform at Essence Fest. Nice. And, uh, just remarkable. Just remark. Yeah. A remarkable being. Um, as a trend, what's something that's really overrated for you? What's like design-wise or creatively? What's something you feel like is is kind of overrated? Man, what's overrated? Oh, jeez, this is a lot. There's a lot happening that. Oh, probably it's this is photography, but I think it's also in design. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like tired of muted pictures. Like muted, muted pictures, what? muted tones. Like, oh, like like the saturations low. Or? Yeah, like just real flat. Oh, like I feel like film is just really in right now. Like it is. Yeah, wants to be like it's like the new hip thing to do is to like oh I want to shoot everything in a film mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of over it honestly. Uh, <laughs> what I uh what I remember uh earlier no just as a as a general uh, thing what really got you into photography. One of my friends in high school, his dad was a photographer. 
he was upgrading his camera and one day we just thought hey pops like will you let us use your camera and uh we just took some of our friends out like in the snow i remember it was like the winter and mm-hmm. just had a photo shoot we thought we was doing something <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was so funny that same day we broke his daddy's computer he let oh. us use his laptop too and my homie opened the door and the laptop fell out of the uh, car and cracked oh. and then he blamed it on me he was like this is what we gonna do we gonna blame it on you because my daddy can't get that mac <laughs> Uh, it's almost like when you ask uh, your friend to ask if they can say the night yeah, again, like, like that. As opposed to you, because it's gonna be harder for them to say no to you than it is me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, his daddy still didn't care. Wow. So and I, I got in there. I was like, no, he actually broke it. He just tried <laughs> to blame it on me. So Yo. that didn't go too well. But uh, yeah, he he got us into it, uh, and I just I was just intrigued about capturing the beauty of what yeah. the eye could see. Yeah, because, like, I realize, I don't really, like, do you do a lot of design work? Because I haven't really seen it, like, a lot of... Yeah, uh, I haven't. I haven't. I'm more, I would say I'm the type of art director that's more uh, ideation mm-hmm. um, than, like, a designer. Gotcha. But I can, uh, but I'm, my design is not as strong. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, that's something I was always wondered, just mm-hmm. uh, just out of curiosity. Like, do you, no, one, uh, something also, I noticed that... Uh, you did uh, some work recently for Quintage uh, TV show. Yes, yes. Let, let's Quint talk about that. I, I, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that because, like, what was that experience like? Because she seems funny. Yeah. Like she's like she's hilarious. she's hilarious. Yeah. So what? Like, uh, what was that experience like for so, you? So um, I was a DP for her new show that's coming out this December. Um, to Facebook Watch, mm-hmm. Quintiverse Everything. Yeah, the trailer looks really funny. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah in my shot. Yeah, my shot. shout out to you. You killing hey, it, bro. Hey, uh, but yeah, Quinta has always been an inspiration since she went viral from He Got Money. Mm-hmm. Um, she was one of the people I was most excited to work with at BuzzFeed mm-hmm. and to, I can imagine. to just learn from, right? Just seeing this young black woman being on the Forbes list and mm-hmm. just like everything, like 30 under 30, like all these different things, like I just, I was so enamored by just everything that she had done. And so being on that project was, it was crazy. It was an incredible time, Mm -hmm. uh, incredible crew uh, who helped make it happen. I definitely couldn't have did it by myself. Um, And it was big for me because that was my first series I've ever shot. Damn. Yeah, my first series I've ever shot. Well, what's the transition like maybe from from photo to film? Is it, is it like, how do you feel like the transition is? Is it easy? Is it tough? Or is it like? Uh, or it's like it's definitely like eminent. It's I think it's doable. Yeah. Uh, I think I just at one point realized that there's a certain somebody's babysitting their yeah, child yeah. here. So it's not <laughs> us yelling. We're not having like a yeah. Stranger Things mm-hmm. moment. Um, I don't get the reference. I've never seen an episode of Stranger Things. Oh wow. Yeah. This is this is where it, it kind of. Okay. Yeah, it kind of shows. I've never seen an episode of Stranger Things. That's, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm just too lazy to try to catch it. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. I felt like that about Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's but, the same thing with Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, going back to it, I think that and one day I just realized that photos can lie. Mm-hmm. Mm. And motion can't. I mean, motion can to a certain degree, but... That's deep. Mainly, there are things that a video can never lie about that a photo could. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wanted to explore that more. And, uh, I mean, you just, you got to put in work either way. I feel like I'm still growing and stretching in both. Mm-hmm. And I feel inadequate in both. And I think that life is just about 
being better for you more than it is about what everybody else thinks. So mm-hmm. as long as I'm getting better, I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, but it still goes back to that thing from the beginning that kind of wraps wraps us around is like, I've always had an addiction to color. Yeah. Did you did you trust yourself? Like that that seems like a really like heavy load for. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, with the, with, with the show, myself. yeah. <laughs> Is it like, oh, not. can you shoot this? And you're just like, if you trust, if you believe in me, I guess I got to believe in myself. Basically. Yeah, that's what yeah. that really what it was. Yeah. And I, one day I told Quentin, I'm like, we this you yeah. sure? Mm-hmm. She was like, I mean, the equipment's already be requested. So. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. It's always you. it's always strange like that. Like uh, you're almost like put to for the challenge, and you have to you have to meet it. So, yeah, yeah. It's it's the only way though. I've realized mm-hmm. it's the only way to do yeah. it is to be in the fire. Yeah, if they believe in you. It means you definitely got to believe in yourself. So there's uh, something there's something going there. Uh, earlier we were talking about the idea of like observing and experiencing. Like what part of yourself, like what percentage of yourself do you feel like you're an observer and what part of you, what percentage of yourself do you think is like an, you actually experience? Um, I would say maybe about 40% of myself is an observer. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 60% is, is, is experience. Um, I think that it's really important as a creator to to study the things and the people mm-hmm. in which you're creating for. Yeah. Um, because I think it's a missed opportunity. If it's it's like a lot of museums. Like I go into a museum and I consider myself who's somebody who has a palette mm-hmm. for art. Um, but I can go to, go into a museum and be like, I do not know what. What is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, like, what you're, you're like, I don't get it. Like, yeah, it, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like yeah, museums encourage you to quote unquote get it, but you're just like, no, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, it's adjacent, mm-hmm. I guess, to what you were saying. Yeah. But, you know, so I think that that's kind of where that barrier comes in. And like some of us believe we could just create for the sake of creating, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, and some of us believe we have to create with the sake of moving the needle. And so I think yeah. that it's about marrying those two ideas into one space Mm -hmm. um and and so that's why i think it's necessary to be both yeah for me i I don't i probably would say maybe like maybe like i'm I'm probably even worse than i'm probably maybe 60 40 with Mm. uh with like i observe a lot but i don't really experience as much as i should gotcha Uh, so flip yeah yeah yeah, definitely the reverse yeah because i I always like to make the notion because i'm always so unsure of myself i'm like i I'll observe and maybe sure make sure how things go, and then that's when I'll go forward. That's me. Even <laughs> a funny example of that is even with lines, because I like I don't like being the first person in line if I don't know where I'm going. Oh, so okay. I so got I'll be you. I'll be like the second person in line and then follow that person. I got yeah. you. Uh, we'll close up with a few more questions and then because like we've been we've been talking for a minute. Uh, yeah, we've yeah. been talking for a break. Yeah, y'all gonna yeah. be out here like, yeah, man, I like some good stuff. But I know, but <laughs> you gonna enjoy all of it. Uh, do you have a dream client? Like, who do you see? Who do we, who's like a dream client you really wanna you wanna work for? Uh, Chance the Rapper. Yo, that's what's up. Uh, let's see. Or Pharrell. Or Pharrell. Yeah, Pharrell would be dope. I uh, I wish they did. Uh. I could see you doing like some I am other stuff. Yes. Yeah, I could see you doing that. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking forward to with twenty eighteen? Uh, a better me. Uh, before I got here, I was telling my my girlfriend that um, I feel like I'm in a space where in twenty eighteen, I just want the real estate to be able to purge myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and wait, I, what do you mean, like purge yourself? Like. 
kill off certain parts of me that aren't a necessity to align with like my vision, mm-hmm. um, my purpose, and to afford uh, God more space to work in yeah. me. Can we let's dive into that for a second? Because uh, I'm in that space where I'm basically trying to find, or I don't know if you're going through the same thing, where I'm trying to basically I'm trying to have maybe if I'm doing some kind of client work or anything, I want it to reflect basically my own. Yes. My own vision. Yes. Yeah. And that is, yeah. that's like where the rubber meets the road and like, are you choosing to like take jobs to pay bills? Exactly. Or are you trying to do things that build your portfolio? Yeah. And I felt like with Quinta's show, that was one of the first things that I could say I felt like I've done in a while. Mm-hmm. That afforded me the opportunity to build my portfolio. Exactly, like you want more substance. You want something like, yes. like sure you have this, but uh, and you also want something that's challenging. You want something yeah, yeah, yeah. you feel like you're you're gonna learn from it. Yeah, because I definitely feel like that a lot. Where you're going, maybe you're taking this opportunity, but you're not learning anything from it. Yeah. Or they're being like, hey, can you do like what you did last time? But you're yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not learning from. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't. I don't really want to repeat that. Exactly. I, I like we got there, yeah, but yeah. let's go forward. Yeah, it's it's kind of like. In 2018, what's going to be really big for me is I'm doing my first uh, solo exhibit. Not, I'm ex- like, I was, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, when yeah. are you finally going to, like, do some kind of, like, solo yeah. show? So yeah. I'm excited so, about that. Um, I mean, I could really, no, I won't, I won't, I, I'll, you let, I'll yeah. let people wait. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, in 2018, uh, I'll be doing a tour of my first solo exhibit. I'm excited for that. That will also be coming with a coffee table book as well um and i think that it is the epitome of who i am yeah that's exciting how i am as a creator yeah, so that is that's exciting like yeah wishing nothing but the best for that yeah. all right also i like to close out with uh with these two questions uh or these three questions uh what's something uh you loved hated and created this week this week yeah oh my gosh um something it, it can always be like something vague to like uh, maybe you made an incredible sandwich, and that's that's something you created. It doesn't have to be like something like artsy. Oh uh, man! Oh man! This is a rough one. Yeah, it's something that I created. Um, or you can start with something you love. The release, I would say, the release for the the collection this week was something True. that I uh, loved. Uh, something that it was something you hated. Something yeah, something you hated and something you created. Yeah. Uh, and I would say something I hate it. Uh, right now, I'm editing senior photos. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Oh, like senior college photos? Yeah. Oh, shout out to that. That's and always I'm, a good hustle. Yeah, but I've never really liked them. They all look the same. <laughs> it gives me a very, like, prestige portrait vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, very, like, put your hand here. Yeah. And smile. Like, I hate stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, makes, makes you think of, like, JCPenney photo shoots or something. Yeah, like, yeah. it's real bad. It's real bad. But... I try to make them as fire as I can. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that would probably be it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, what you? Oh, you already talked about what you loved. Or... Loved, and then what I hated. Yeah. And. Uh. Oh, what is something you would tell your past self? What's something you would tell maybe your high school self? It's never that deep. Shout out to Kalayla. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. Do you have any other closing remarks? Like. Um, uh, yeah, I just I just encourage people um, to activate uh, the best part of themselves. I think it's really important in this next season for us to bring our whole selves to the table, mm-hmm. um, not a portion, and and to evacuate any space that doesn't afford yeah. you the real estate to do. Put so. your whole self in the equation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, because we need all of that. Yeah, we exactly. All, yeah. all right, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, plug your Instagram. Plug your plug everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, my Instagram is a uh, Mister Mister Badbeard. That's M R dot B A D B E A R D. Mister Badbeard on Instagram. I don't have a Twitter uh, because I just I don't like drama. Oh, how do you say one? What's what's popping on Black Twitter then? People. People. Oh, I feel like I gotta be in the in the hurricane. No, I can't. It started to mess with my. It really started to mess with my mental mm. a lot, and it just it was just dark for me. So I had to take myself out of the equation. That's understandable. But um, yeah, so Instagram, you can uh, look at my work on mrbadbeard.com. You can follow the brand at the Greens Co. That's T R. That's not that's not an R. It's T H E. <laughs> Uh, G-R-E-E-N-S-C-O on Instagram, Facebook, and the brand has a Twitter, so I guess I could like care. Yeah. Do that. Uh, do, you, do you, are you usually on the Twitter? Do you usually, or uh, your other co-owner like uh, runs it mostly? Yeah, uh, our marketing director. Oh, nice. It. That's yeah, what's up. So hit us up. Come grab some swag. We got an online store. Make sure y'all come shop. Oh, did you guys do any like Black Friday deals or anything? No, 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 no. We hadn't released yet. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so. All right, yeah. So thank you again for. Uh, first of all, thank you, Curtis, for coming through. Sure, yeah, thank you for this was having me. this was a good. This was a good talk. Like we, thank yeah, you. this was this was good. I think this was a really good episode. Thank all right, you, but you. thank you again for listening to episode twenty-one of the deluxe version. Absolutely. Uh, definitely check us out on Instagram. I'm gonna try to make it a little more active because I've been kind of lazy. It's T H E D L X version uh, on Instagram. Uh, no Twitter. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back as soon as we can for episode twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, peace out. Appreciate Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right, peace.